0: Hello peoples and welcome to another episode of Esoterica Cinema, the podcast where we take films from the cinematic multiverse and discuss the hell out of them. I am your host for the day, Ryan, coming at you with another, I got five on it, five minute mini review. I gotta stop doing that. For today's films, uh, plural, we are going back to Tollywood. For fans of the show, you may remember back in June, I discussed a film called RRR that took the world by storm. Much like everyone else, I love that movie to death. And I said on that show that I was going to go back and watch more of this gentleman, S.S. Rajamuli's films and educate myself more about Tollywood and Bollywood. I love that film and I wanted to see more of it. So now I'm back ready to keep that promise. Recording from the same couch, I just spent six hours on watching Bahubali, One and two, the beginning and the conclusion holy smokes folks what a journey six hours but i can tell you i regret nothing i love these films once again quick disclaimer just like rrr i am a westernized moron i am trying to learn and understand but if i mispronounce any of these names or misrepresent any of these regions it's truly because i just don't know and i'm trying to do the best with it please be patient with me feel free to correct me i'm trying to learn but i have all the respect in the world for this entire cast and crew that worked on these films with that said on with the show Going to read the two descriptions back-to-back here. Google has these described as, In the kingdom of Maishmati while pursuing his love, Shivudu learns of the conflict-ridden past of his family and his legacy. He must now prepare himself to face his newfound arch-enemy. And the conclusion is summarized as, When Balaladeva conspires against his brother to become the king of Maishmati, he has him killed by Katapa and imprisons his wife. Years later, his brother's son returns to avenge his father's death. Basically, this is a story of two brothers, one good, one bad, who are competing to be king of this city, Maishmadi, that has been thrown into turmoil and civil war. Bad bro has good bro murdered, in an ultimate act of betrayal by his quote-unquote uncle, the good bro's baby gets rescued and saved, raised in a village outside of town, comes back years later as an ultimate badass, kills evil bro, takes the crown. Again, this movie is directed by S.S. Rajamuli, and like RRR, this was also another family affair. This was written by V. Vijayendra Prasad, who is Rajamuli's dad, and even the music was done by M.M. Kiravani, who is his cousin. This soundtrack slaps, by the way. I love this music. So apparently, Raja decides he's going to make Bahubali The Beginning. Bahubali The Beginning came out in 2015, clocked in at a budget of $30 million, which at the time was one of the most expensive Indian films ever made, and raked in a box office of $100 million, which is one of the highest Indian box offices of all time. That movie ended on a crazy cliffhanger. Everybody raged about it. It got a ton of word of mouth. And part two, the conclusion... Came in at a budget of $37 million, so just over part one, but raked in an incredible $267 million worldwide, which in 2017, upon its release, was the highest-grossing Indian film of all time. All those numbers have been blown out of the water by RRR since then, so Rajamuli just keeps topping himself. The Bahubali series starts Prabhas and Rana Dogobadi as the two leads. Anushka Shetty, Ramya Krishnan, Satya Raj, Tamana, and so many more, this cast is huge. Just like RRR, this movie feels larger than life. Every time you go somewhere, it is completely filled out with extras, huge sets. How they made these movies for $30 million a piece, I have no idea. It is absolutely incredible. There are no throwaway shots in this movie. Your eyes are glued to the screen the entire time. It is so much fun to watch. Are the performances a little over the top sometimes? Maybe some of the scenes a little schlocky? Absolutely. But everything somehow seems very natural and right at home in this world that Rajamouli has created. Some of the action sequences even feel like when I was a little kid playing with G.I. Joes or action figures, just making them jump all over the furniture and just doing crazy over-the-top stuff. And seeing it on film represented this way, I loved it. Didn't care. I accept it all the way through. This is my kind of movie. It's a bit unfortunate. A lot of the behind-the-scenes videos I found online are in Tamil Telugu, or Hindi languages, they're not in English, so I couldn't really understand a lot of what they were saying. But I will say the footage they showed me showed a bazillion extras. The sets were huge. It is bananas. This saga took five years to complete. The beginning alone had 500 shooting days, including 300 stunt shooting days for Prabhas, who almost quit the film several times. Rajamuli had to keep showing him dailies to get him excited and pumped up and saying, Look what we're making, this is bananas. And he was right. But yeah, five years to complete this whole saga, including a year of pre-production, they did 15,000 storyboards. 90% of these films have visual effects shots, done by 600 visual effects artists from over 18 facilities worldwide. Cinematographer K.K. Sentil Kumar, who also shot RRR for Rajamouli, shot this all in an Airy Alexa XT with Master Prime lenses, an Airy RAW format. Supposedly, it's the first time Rajamouli has shot anything in the digital format, so he was learning some things here. But yeah, everything I loved about RRR was represented here. All the relationships and love stories feel fully realized, the performances are fantastic, the action sequences are bananas and over the top. Both films end with 30 to 45 minute huge battle scenes. Production designer Sabu Surreal created over 10,000 different weapons for these scenes. It's bananas crazy. I also love to see the women representation in this film. This could have easily been a testosterone fueled machismo fest, but all the women were absolute badasses in this movie. If I learned one thing from this film, it's don't mess with an Indian woman. She will mess you up. Also, quick little side note. One of my favorite things about this film is every time Bahubali was about to mess someone up hard, they would do this slow hero shot push into his face and wind would just go through his hair. I love that so much. It was so cool. They would do the slow push in and he would get this determined look on his face and the wind just blowing through his hair as he looks straight forward. And it's like, oh, you about to get it. And they would in fact get it. It was a lot of fun. It's a shame I have to condense six hours of viewing time into a mini-episode here, but holy crap, I cannot recommend these movies enough. My three adjectives are wow, because I am once again impressed by S.S. Rajamouli. There was a small part of me that wondered if this six-hour investment was going to be worth it, if RRR might have been their peak, maybe he was learning some things on this. No, this movie slaps. Both of them. I love this saga very, very much cannot recommend it enough to all of you with that said though my second adjective is bursting because i feel like he took this film as far as he could take it he cranked the knob to 10 then with rrr he figured out how to break that sucker off and go to 11 so this movie is max capacity like it's got all the things but rrr has all the things and then more things So if you like RRR, I would dare say this is a little sweeter of a story. I like this story a lot more. And it's still got a lot of banana pants, crazy, iconic stuff that you're going to love. But I feel like RRR took the stunts and everything maybe to the next level. You had a little more budget to play with, obviously. And many years have passed. I will say that, you know, the first film here was made in 2015. So some of the CGI and visual effects design you could tell was just, it felt like 2015 CGI and visual effects design. So uh, part two, I would argue, has done a lot better. And then RRR has probably done the best. My third adjective is time travel because these movies keep taking me back to a time when I was a kid sitting in a movie theater watching these iconic movies like Jurassic Park or Back to the Future all for the first time. In a day and age where four Marvel movies are coming out a year and the whole blockbuster movement is so watered down and formulaic, it's hard to get excited like being a little kid again sitting in the theater and feeling like you're watching something special for the first time or seeing something you've never seen before. Rajamuli's films make me feel that way. It's so exciting and I love it. I'm giving this film an A+. It's not going to get any better than this for Ryan. I love this experience so much. I cannot recommend this enough. Yet again, I'm seeing a ton of masters of their craft operating at max capacity. The fact that they were able to all work together and keep that pacing up for five years to complete these films is mind-boggling. Hats off to all of them. Real quick, if you want to watch these films, they are all streaming on Netflix. It can be a little confusing at first. When you get on there, you'll see different versions of each of these films. All the version denotes is that they actually film these in different languages simultaneously in both Tamil and Telugu, and later they were dubbed in other languages for international release. But if you're going to use English subtitles, none of that matters. Each of these copies have the English subtitles. But if you do speak some of these languages, I know we have some listeners over in India, find your appropriate dubbing or recording and go with the flow and enjoy it. That kind of confused me when I first clicked on Netflix, like, what's the difference? Am I going to miss something? Nope, they're all the same copy, just different language dubbings. Well, that's it for me. Come back next week for another episode of Esoteric